0: So on this week's episode of the Your Pet Business Content Your Way podcast, I'm chatting to Sarah Jones from My Anxious Dog. Sarah set up her pet business creating yellow space awareness products eight years ago now and she's talking about what it was like and how she's built her confidence when it comes to talking about the work that she does. Now Sarah has had a fair few knockbacks over the years. When she first started, people would turn to her and say, nobody knows what yellow means, what's the point? But she kept going and kept going and kept going. Then back in 2019, her husband Matt had an absolutely terrifying accident, which was another huge setback for her, but it actually made Sarah all the more determined to keep pushing forward and make a success of her brilliant business. Sarah is talking about how she kept going and now how she speaks at huge events. Um, Last weekend she spoke at Edition Dog Live. This weekend she's going to be basically one of the big acts at the Northeast Dog Festival. She's talking about how she's built her confidence and the impact it's had on her brand and having the ability to harness the determination to keep going even when you don't feel like putting yourself out there and doing this stuff. So I hope you enjoy this chat with Sarah. She really is one of the most lovely people you could ever meet. I'll put all of the links to go and follow her on the show notes for this episode as well. And do let me know your thoughts and go and check her out on social media too. Now on to the main part of the episode with Sarah. So hi, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. Oh no it's great to have you here. So tell me a little bit about My Anxious Dog and a little bit about you and what you do in your pet business.
1: Um, well my name's Sarah from My Anxious Dog and it was created because of my dog Bella who is now 11 years old and um, I realised shortly after I had her that um, she was anxious and I needed something to help me with being out in public with her. She would was quite anxious and she didn't like being touched by people and it became a real problem for me so I decided to design some products that people would understand because being a cute little puppy people kept wanting to fuss and touch her even when I said don't so yeah a real
0: problem so and that's how I got into the world of yellow Brilliant. OK, so tell us about your products and what they actually are, because I know obviously we've worked really closely for years, haven't we? But tell us about the kind of things that you make with my anxious dog and what how people use them. Um,
1: so I uh, designed and wanted a harness for Bella um, and a lead. And what was available wasn't suitable for a crazy spaniel and didn't last very long. So I designed my own products and I. Um, I have a um a yellow y harness for her with anxious on and I have I do a range of leads with um do not touch and keep away and various other messages for her
0: okay and then that grew into you obviously you 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 know you're going around with Bella and you've you've got your yellow on and then that led to other people you know being interested in what you created because they needed it too
1: yeah so I got um So when I had the products first designed and made um, I had to have a small batch of them made and I thought I'd put them out there and see what people thought of them and I got a lot of positive responses back for them and it was such it made me feel so much more comfortable being outside with Bella um, that people could see her anxiety what she was trying to say with her body language that people weren't reading it was like a, a, a voice to her and it's just stemmed from there really um and yeah and uh, to, to what it is today
0: okay then tell us about what it is today as well because I know you've obviously got your products and then you've got your kind of your movement and then you've got a community as well so can you just explain a little bit about that and how it's grown
1: um one of the first problems that I had with um my products when I first started was not everybody knew what yellow meant so um it was apparent that we needed to really raise awareness so everybody um, could understand. Um, so I I just decided to form like a Yellow Army so that we could all get behind um, our dogs and help spread the the awareness. Um, and I've done it in our, my group. I've got a Facebook group, Anxious Dogs UK. And I also have a, a group, Yellow Army, as well, which we, we use for... Um, putting ideas, what we're doing and not doing um to each other.
0: So yeah, I mean there's a lot to think about, isn't it, when you first start a business, particularly because you worked in manufacturing, didn't you? And I know that like you had like a corporate career and then you start a passion project and it's totally different, isn't it? What was that like for you? Like navigating um, Facebook and all of the, those things?
1: It was strange because the dog stuff was like a hobby. Obviously I had a full time mm-hmm. do- job to do. So the the dogs, my anxious dog was just a a small hobby to do. Um, So it was really hard because in electronics, you know, you're not using social media, not using Facebook, you you know, and and coming into a new industry, you don't know who to talk to, what's good, what's bad, what, you know, all these things that um, obviously I've learned over the years um yeah it, it was it was really really difficult you know because it's quite a tight the dog industry is quite a tight community
0: yeah it is isn't it and um yeah. and I think going out going from kind of having a regular job where you do, because I have this conversation with my, my normal friends who've got like normal jobs and stuff not saying that that you guys aren't normal but you know what I mean don't you yeah And um, and they just use social media in a completely different way they're like you know sharing the holidays or what they've had for the dinner or you know what the kids are wearing for favorite book day and all that kind of stuff whereas we're like you are quite vulnerable aren't you when you're putting you and your products out there and saying actually I've got this thing is anyone interested in it it's scary isn't it
1: yeah I found I was more confident in certain areas than others you know designing and purchasing the products um you know I was that, that was that was good that was very similar to my previous background just different things um and my role in the electronics company I was in sales and purchasing you know I'd done the sales and the purchasing side of it so that was very similar too um so it was you know it was something I could draw upon um and it felt familiar and comfortable to
0: me you're doing, you know, you do a lot on social media. How do you find talking about it to new communities and the wider community of people who don't already know you?
1: Um, yeah,
0: I, 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 I'm quite confident in talking about my products
1: because, you know, I haven't relied on somebody else making them or designing them or uh, using them. It's mm-hmm. because Bella is a reactive dog. I use these products, so Bella's worn yellow in public except for the one weekend where we forgot her lead but every single time we step foot out of the house to go for a walk or whatever it is she's always she's always got her yellow on so I've used my yellow products solidly for eight years so you know I'm really confident in talking about my products and know that they are a good product because I use them Um, and one of the huge things for me was I wanted a product that I I wanted to use that I loved that I didn't you know I'll put this on and I'll put that on I wanted something that you know you could put on and and that yellow harness and lead or the raincoat was was just just enough.
0: So I know at the beginning you did have people say oh well nobody knows what it means and what's the point when you look back at those when you look back at the kind of naysayers and And how you felt, I guess, in that moment when people said, oh, what's the point? Nobody knows what it means and where you are now. Like that must feel that must feel good.
1: Yes. Yeah, it does. I just didn't understand it when you had a reactive dog. And they, yeah, it's a good idea. But nobody, you know, I don't use it. Nobody knows what it means. It used to really frustrate me. I think it's such a good. Tool. for me it's almost as important as a lead having a yellow lead um I I, I just found it strange it's just it didn't you know I gave me so much confidence going out with Bella that people would know that you know she had yellow on so she needed some distance where and to go oh well nobody knows what it's going to mean so I'm not going to use it but then don't moan when somebody does touch your dog or lets their dog run up to your dog because they don't know. Yeah. You know, you're, they, you, they, people just don't know. So at least you're making, you're trying to make, make it easier for, to be outside by letting people know that, you know, that you've got a dog in
0: yellow. Yeah. So I know something happened, something's happened, um, you know, in your, in your, relationship in your personal life that which has had a you know had a big impact on your life and your and your business as well and and all of the things that you do and um, when your husband Matt had a cycling accident um a few years ago so can you just tell us a little bit about that and how that impacted on you um yes
1: yeah, so um we were keen cyclists and um back in June 2019 we went out for a bike ride um with a few other of our friends and it was one of those mornings where it, there was light drizzle um, and then sunshine. Um, and during the ride, we were going down a hill round a bend and I heard this almighty crash. And as I got around the corner, um, Matt was on the floor. He, he'd literally gone down the hill and went to break and, or what, he can't remember what happened, but basically hit, like a slippery part hit a car um and yeah was quite badly injured he had to be airlifted to um the John Radcliffe hospital where he was in a coma for a month um he had quite extensive injuries as well to his body had bleeds to the brain he pulled all the nerves out of his spinal column um, and eventually had to have his left arm amputated so yeah it was a it was a it really was a life-changing moment to say the least so yeah everything just completely shifted yeah you know, in our in our lives it, everything was very different so um yeah it was it was it was very difficult
0: yeah. And then I imagine with something so so significant happening in your life that everything just has to stop then when it comes to business and everything else apart from you know just caring for caring for Matt.
1: Yeah, I never I never went back to work on the Monday, obviously, and yeah. never never went back again. Um because of what had happened, it it was, you know, I, I decided that life would be really hard for Matt um mm-hmm. and i needed to be there to support him so yeah. yeah that's that's what that's what we we did obviously matt couldn't go back to work and hasn't gone back to work so um so yeah so we're sort of retired <laughs> not quite how we expected it to be but yeah um
0: it 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 certainly did change our lives so How's Matt doing now? So I know, obviously, we speak regularly, um, but I just think for people listening who have who know you and who've heard what you've been through, um, you know, I think it's really, it would be really good to know, like, how Matt's doing now and what his recovery has been like. So I know you've had quite a lot of things that have happened recently, haven't you, with Matt and with him, um, his road yeah. to recovery?
1: Yeah, well, when they said to him, when I went into A&E and they said to me, your husband's very, very poorly, I never thought still four years down the line we will we would still be going through it um and one of them you know he's just had another operation he had spinal cord damage so living with um pain is just the most well and I never before Matt's accident if someone said living with pain is horrific I'd be like well you just take a tablet for for it surely don't you but there's not really tablets for it you know the mm-hmm. doctors give you drugs and things like that and uh it doesn't really help you, you know you get addicted to the drugs and it brings out all other problems but yeah he's had a, an operation back in the end of june um yeah. and it is it's quite successful and he's recovering really well um but the hard part now is coming off all the all the drugs that they throw at you so um, but he's doing it. He's doing really well. And uh, yeah, we're getting there.
0: And the operation as far, I know you can't, you don't have a crystal ball or anything, do you? But as far <laughs> as far as, you pro, as the progress is expected to be at this stage, he's progressing well, isn't he?
1: Yeah, um, we would, you know, we at the first week we were almost... Yeah, to say it had been successful yeah um you know because he would constantly be crying out in pain you know sometimes I would have zoom calls with you and I think oh no I hope you can't hear hear him up there but um yeah it, that's you know he do, that doesn't happen so much now and what he does have we don't know if it's his subconscious trying to get him to take more tablets as well because that can that can happen as well so it's it's a mm-hmm. case of being focused and, you know, trying to get to the end where he doesn't have to take any medication.
0: Yeah. Then you'll know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just such so, such a incredible brave man. And you know, I know you you just do so much to support him and it's yeah, it's just so heartwarming to see. So Thank you for sharing that with me because I know it isn't easy. Um, but the reason why I have asked you to share that with me is because I know that obviously this this moment that happened with the accident was a turning point, and you did decide to go in, go all in with your, your with my anxious dog, and and make what had been a hobby into into a business and into what it is today. So, tell me a little bit more about that and how you know, gosh, what it must have been like for you. You know, supporting that after all you've been through, and then actually making that really brave decision to think, no, I'm going to go and make, you know, I'm going to try and make this work here. What was that like for you? Um,
1: Well, when Matt did come out of
0: hospital, he obviously
1: was on a lot of tablets then, and his body, you know, he couldn't even stand, let alone walk. So he spent a lot of time in bed. And also, sleep is really important to heal the body. So, he slept a lot um and I didn't want to go out because I didn't if he did wake up he would need help help, because then when he first came home he couldn't really do anything for himself and it was then that I decided that I would throw myself into my anxious dog because I could do spend a lot of time on the computer and doing that type of type of work it really suited my my lifestyle at the time yeah so um and it also gave me some sort of normality as well you know being able to do to, do these things um and carry on doing this work yeah it was it was like what i was doing before so yeah it it definitely was important for my mental health uh, as well as um you know building up a brand
0: yeah so tell us about the whole building up a brand as well. Because you said before the accident, obviously it was a hobby and yes, it was growing and you had the community and everything, but but it was it was what happened with Matt that was the real turning point to really go for it with the My Action Stock. So what kind of things helped when you were growing your brand? What kind of things did you do to um, yeah, to do that really?
1: Um I think probably what I learned the most was at the time. Was I'd seen your your community? I was in your, you know, your community and what people were doing, and and because I had this time on my hands, I thought now's the time probably to join your group. Um, so I think that was quite a pivotal moment for my branding was joining joining your your group.
0: Yeah. So that, um, sorry, everyone sure. I was just <laughs> gonna say that so back then it was like my old membership, which was focused on, I think I remember you joined, it was like February 2021. Um yeah. and I'd known you for years, but I'd written a story about you, hadn't I, before Matt's accident and what dogs in yellow meant. Um, and back yeah. then I was it was a lot a lot about press coverage and stuff like that, wasn't it? Um but yeah, it was. I was dead chuffed to have you on board because it's like I know what you do is so important. And I'd had an anxious dog myself when my dog, my old dog I became older and she had dementia, and I felt so passionately about what you were doing. And I was like, oh, I'm just so chuffed to be working with you. It was brilliant. So tell us about like the kind of things that you did. like, you know, what were the steps that you took to feel more, yeah, to get my anxious dog out there and also to, yeah, to raise your profile and and. And be like, right? Come on, I'm doing this. What kind of things did you do?
1: Well, I think, I think joining your program was taught me how to do that because it. To, I had nothing to do with publicity and social media, and the people that I met through your community really helped me build my brand. So, um, I met a lovely lady called Alison House of Henry, a graphic designer. Um, So she'd done my social media graphics for me, which then really showed me how I wanted my brand to look and feel. Um, It was obviously very yellow. Um, But yeah, she just got it spot on. And I I felt that that was just the perfect way to take it forward.
0: So tell us about where you went from there. So you you're starting to feel more confident you you've had some support with how your how your brand looks and and all of the other things around it your website that kind of thing um tell us about like where you went from there um so um one of the
1: biggest problems with um my products is other people knowing what the yellow means when they see it so um With your guidance and your help and your knowledge, um, we decided to, I decided to pitch for a National Dogs in Yellow Day. Um, And I thought that would be something for social media that everybody else could really get behind and really, you know, get the message out there with pictures on, on the day or of all their dogs in, in yellow and their stories. So it's not just my story. They can put their stories out and um do the same thing as well. So I think that was probably one of the biggest, biggest things that my anxious dog got behind.
0: So the awareness day, I know that was like really that was a really big moment for you. And obviously you know about yellow, I know about yellow. But it was about getting it out there to, you know, across the country to more people. So so that really important message that Dogs in Yellow need space was, was reaching people. So tell us about what it was like having your awareness day and the kind of things that you did to get that out there and to make sure it had the impact that you wanted it to have.
1: Um, it was really weird because when I got my reply back, I couldn't actually believe um, that it had been approved. So first of all, I went running around the house screaming (laughs) (laughs) like some crazy person. Um, But it was. It was just huge. It was just something that I never, ever thought would ever happen for me. Um, You know, I'm just an owner of an anxious and reactive dog. And, um, yeah, the fact that I'd even pitched for it um now i look back and, and chuckle to myself it's just it it it's something that just you know took off suddenly i was i was not thrown into the spotlight quite so much but you know i had to pitch myself to magazines radio stations all that type of of, of stuff that i'd never really done before and and i started to get people interested because of my day um people were quite interested to talk about the day and then obviously the awareness followed with talking about the yellow you know yeah. what the day was all about so I think I had on my first my first I've only had two awareness days now but my first one I think I was on the radio three times um that day on uh on uh, and I also got to to Anna Webb to talk about it because she has um, a program on BBC Radio London um, and she was interested they were really keen to talk to me so yeah really stepped out of my comfort zone having to talk about that that really put me in the (laughs) in the middle.
0: Brilliant all right then so I want to know how you did step out of your comfort zone to do all of those things because going on three radio shows and um, and I know like that week you did have you had so much coverage didn't you that first week what yeah. you know, what what kind of helped you what made you feel more confident in doing those things you did <laughs> <laughs> no, on, no, no but there was other stuff I know having someone by your side really helps, but you did the work and I know but um yeah
1: it's just. I just joined your group and found you at just the perfect time to make this all happen. You know, I would never ever ever have got to where I am today if I hadn't found you and the amazing group um of ladies that I came across. It was all, you know, the whole package just it was just the perfect timing um for me to learn how to do these things and how to you know write down on a piece of paper you know my story that someone would actually want to to read to put it put it together in a way that someone would be interested in reading it for me to have the confidence to do that um and approach people you know some some of the big things that I've done you've been stood literally right there by my side when I've had to go up and introduce myself so yeah it's just having having confidence in yourself to feel like you are a little bit of a glitter ball and mm-hmm. go and and you know introduce basically having your big girl pants on that's yeah. what it's all about.
0: Yeah I love what you said there about having people around you as well because I I talked about this on the podcast last week um, which was like a solo episode, and I was just talking about, you know, when you, you know, when you, you know, when you think, okay, like with your awareness day, or with you pitching to the radio, or, or um, you know, anything that you're doing where you're thinking. Okay, I know this is quite a big thing and I'm a bit scared about it, but I know that I need to do this because I know it's going to help me and I want to stretch myself and I want to push myself. I think when you do try and do things like that, and I'm speaking from my own, I'm speaking from my experience here, when you try and do things like that and you're on your own, as soon as there's a little setback, you're like, oh, it's rubbish, I'm rubbish, I can't do it. But actually, if you've got other people around you and you said about me being by your side, which I love, you know, thank you. And I really appreciate you saying this, but it's not just me, like. Sarah, I know like, just for the sake of people listening, Sarah's in a small coaching group that I have and having like those ladies by your side, or it, albeit in a WhatsApp group or virtually, that it's having that kind of, okay, I've said I'm going to do this, I'm going to, and I'm going to make these steps, but also it's having that accountability, but also that support behind you as well, isn't it? That I think is so yeah. important.
1: Yeah. It's the reassurance as well and like minded people but yeah, yeah it, it, I you know it's very difficult to do it on your, on your on your own when you know it so it was so new to me this type of industry and, and product you know it's not something that I'd been doing for years. I literally changed completely changed my career almost yes. so um but yeah it, it, it was it was a huge huge factor joining um, your group that has made it what it is today. I know it's about me and my story, and I've had the time when Matt's not been good or you know. And I think as well it also made me, you know, not only did I need it for Bella, it, that's how the, it, the journey started, but when Matt's accident happened, I could understand, you know, these dogs have, you know, like a PT, PTSD, you know, from a trauma and things like that and i had it as well so i could sort of understand it a little bit more how important it was you know what it's like to have something happen to you and have a fear and it sort of <laughs> sort of brought it all together
0: really yeah and that's like really fueled i guess that passion that you have for thinking no okay i'm not going to have people ignore me i am here and you're going <laughs> to you're going to hear from me hasn't it because you've you've experienced it yourself and you want to add I know you use the word advocate a lot don't you but you want to advocate for Bella and the other anxious dogs because they don't have a voice but you do
1: yeah yeah um and that's what I always say about the yellow the yellow is the dog's voice
0: yeah so you started yeah. at the beginning feeling as we all do when we could go on social media or, or we need to put our business out there and we feel a bit wobbly and then had a little bit of you know how would you describe it? a little bit of oh my god I can't think of the word that I want to use (laughs) a little bit of challenge um from people about what's the point and then you've kept going and kept going and then you've had this you know this real you've you know your first year was amazing your first awareness day was amazing now you've got this lovely momentum and you've got this determination that that you will be heard and it's just so brilliant to see
1: Ah, thank you thank you yeah the um the report was really um brilliant just even the amount of people that um decided to answer some of the questions because I put uh, I put it in my group which is where it got a massive um you know I had a massive uh, amount of people um you know respond to the questions and in the end I had a, a thousand people reply to it which is when I look at um, other reports when you see on the telly someone's tried this um for example moisturizer I and mean, you look yeah. it and it says um 200 women were surveyed and um, 150 said this and you think well that's not very many so yeah so that made me realize that just to have that many people come back you know actually want to answer it was you know really really empowering it was um it was amazing and got some lovely results back from it
0: um and some information yeah it was such a such a really really well like you say reassuring that you're reassuring um that you're doing what you seek to do and making a difference um and yeah and just hearing how it is impacting and actually the fact that you did keep going you did keep pushing forward and what that has meant for people and their dogs and it's just yeah just fabulous and also like you say that over a thousand people wanted to support you and help you and talk about how it's changed things for them which you know I hope that I hope that that makes you feel very proud because because you really have made a massive difference there with a lot of people
1: well even when I get an order I still do you know that they say you do a little dance you know small businesses I mean I'm still the same when when I get an order I it, it it just means that somebody's gonna be using the yellow and hopefully you know that dog might have a a more pleasant experience when out walking. So yeah, I, I I'm really proud when I get an order and uh, and and sell product because so it all goes back into um, being able to raise awareness, doing all this stuff.
0: Yeah, I know you should be. It's just brilliant. I love it. Like, you know, when you when I see people with dogs in yellow out and about on walks and stuff, and i will always do the step to the side and just seeing the yellow out there now and seeing more of it is brilliant to see. And also, I know we've talked about this before, but, you know, when you show that you know what a dog in yellow means as a dog owner who doesn't have a dog in yellow, I know that that means a lot as well. And you can see it in person. And, you, you know, I know that you see it a lot in your community, don't you? Um, yeah you know so it's not just the people with the the dogs in yellow who you want to reach it's the wider community which is um which is what you're doing and it's just incredible to see so sorry we've, we've I know we've talked so much haven't we? we we're going to be talking about confidence but it's just ended up being a really lovely conversation about your your journey and a lot of confidence is in there but I want to know like what would you say is the bravest thing that you've done over the years that has helped your business to grow
1: now that's a real difficult one. Um I don't really know. I still I said to you before we started, I can't really. So doing the shows, you know, having a stall or a stand and things like that doesn't doesn't faze me because that's what I used to do. And talking to people with anxious and reactive dogs. You know, I used to be in sales, so that doesn't bother me. Um, I think when I'm going to... Recently, I'd done a podcast and had to go to a studio and it also be filmed. Yeah. I think that was possibly one of the most scariest things I'd ever done. I think that probably, because that was completely, completely out of what I'd done anything like before so I that's probably when I had to put my big girl pants on there I really did have to yeah luckily I was was wearing the yellow when I walked in I went yes I'm anxious
0: (laughs) well it's a good conversation starter isn't it an icebreaker
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is yeah
0: (laughs) and that always helps doesn't it just having that first kind of icebreaker and the or the yellow is always just it's just such a natural one isn't it yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and it's quite funny. When I done the interview for Woman and Home magazine, she said to me, Wear something bright. And I was like, Yes, I get to wear my yellow.
0: Yep. Yeah, don't worry about that, love. I'm always wearing something bright. You always catch <laughs> yeah. me in, in darks. <laughs> love it. Okay. So we've talked about like loads of different things um, with your journey and starting out and then everything that happened with Matt and picking yourself up and just. The awareness day and all of the things that you've done, um and we've talked about confidence, obviously. um But yeah, let's. We are recording this on the twenty fourth of August, and I am dead excited because you're speaking it when this podcast goes out. You will have done your talk, but you're going to be speaking at Edition Dog Live this week, yes. and yes. you're going to be basically be like the Kylie Minogue of the Northeast Dog Festival <laughs> in September. Like, what does that feel like to you? If you could go back and tell yourself. Um, you know right at the beginning that you'd be doing these things what what would you you know what would you what would you think what do you think old Sarah would have thought if you'd said that um I'd probably
1: sworn at you and laughed <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it just it it just crazy if you think but you know like I remember when we first started um we used to have a wind folder and I didn't have very much in my win folder when, um, we started off, but, um, it's getting fuller and fuller with things that I, you know, I'm so grateful that I've been able to do. Um, yeah. And I, again, I remember going up to Edition dog, I think it was at crafts last year it was the first time I'd, um, I'd, I'd met them, but, um, yeah you encouraged me to go and and speak to them and introduce myself and yeah now on Sunday I've got a 10 minute spot to talk about the world of yellow yeah I think I, sh- I think I shall um I'll be nervous definitely but yeah it it's fine I just talk about me and Bella and our journey
0: brilliant and how do you feel about how far you've come as well um again very grateful
1: very grateful because obviously how far I've come means more people know about dogs in yellow so um that gives me you know it's it's quite a comfort for me to know that it's not just about me it's for the wider the wider awareness so it means that it's growing and um yeah people are learning about it which is what I'm all about really that's what it's all about
0: yeah it's all about the awareness and what you've just said there I think is really important and make it because it is like and I mean this you know obviously so you know we've worked together for ages and we're really close but I mean this in the nicest possible way it isn't about you is it it is about the dogs in yellow and your mission and the work that you want to do so actually sometimes mm-hmm. when you take that focus away from you and you think actually I'm doing this for Bella and all the other dogs who need this stuff it does yeah. make it a bit easier doesn't it
1: yeah yeah definitely Yeah, it's, it it's it's not me it's you know it, it's about yellow so that makes it a little bit easier so I'm not exact although I am talking about me it's it's more about Bella and how I feel when I'm walking Bella and what the public are like and you know the significance of yellow and being proud of our yellow so yeah yeah it make, makes it
0: a little bit easier because I'm doing it for Bella yeah so you've talked about like some really kind of big brave things here going on speaking on stages sending off ideas to woman and home magazine going on anna webb's radio show going and doing video and and um you know recordings with big brands which i know you'll be able to share you know in time um but tell us about like when you're thinking oh my gosh can i really do this is there anything that helps you push through and and go and do those big brave things um
1: I think thinking about Bella um, and how I felt before I was doing all this, when I was out walking, how people judged Bella, me, the whole, the whole situation. Um, So I think about that. I think I also more recently um, do doing a lot of breath work with um, somebody. I think that's, that helps me calm down when I get a little bit panicky as well now, so um, that that's been something new that I've been doing, um, which is is quite good for helping you calm down when you've got to do something. Um, so yeah, those are the two things really.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of different things, isn't there? Um, that you can that that. I've, it's interesting because I talk to people about this quite a lot. Seeing what people find helpful from, like you just said, breath work meditation, writing, journaling, that kind of thing. Which you know, years ago I would have been like, oh, "What's all that about?" Whereas now I'm like, "I, I you know, I, I think it's amazing." Like I've embraced the meditation app this year, and also a little bit of journaling. Not, I don't do it, I don't do it like perfectly, but I know if something is bothering me, that if I sit down and write about it, that I'll feel a lot more calm, and you know, just it just helps you work things through doesn't it you and we all have our different ways of doing it with you it's mm. your breath work um but yeah there's lots of and there's also so much brilliant information out there about this stuff isn't there I know you have been working with Nikki French and her partner with the breath work um, yeah. and there's just loads of great people out there who can who can help you isn't that yeah
1: yeah um yeah Ash is amazing he's just like a Wim Hof instructor yeah. so basically I, I I met him through because I thought he would help um, Matt, and he has amazingly. He's done, you know, where Matt's coming off, you know, his drugs and his body's fight. His subconscious is fight, fighting to get these drugs back into him. Ash has um, done some Zoom stuff with him, and mm-hmm. it's been fantastic. It's 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 absolutely amazing um, what what he can do to help people. So, yeah, and again, that's somebody else that I met in your community. That's um, helped map
0: yeah I think that's another um I think community is a really important thing isn't it and and finding people who who you want to be around and who want to support you and and help you help you move forward and and are kind of rooting for you as well I guess I think it's I think that just makes such a difference doesn't it
1: it does yeah yeah I've met some some lovely people um keep saying in the dog community after and I sometimes say my doggy friends and people look at me (laughs) I know like the normal people (laughs) I have cycling friends my doggy
0: friends (laughs) (laughs) no I know what you mean like my normal people friends are like what 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 are you on about now (laughs) oh so what's your advice to anyone who who you know who might be thinking you know Confidence is something that I feel is holding me back. Um, what would your advice be to them? Because you obviously have worked a lot on your confidence and you've done each, you know, you are stretching yourself a lot of the time. Um, and you have really pushed your business forward, I feel, over the last five years or so. Um, so what would your advice be to anyone who's, you know, feeling like you did really um at the beginning? Um well, I've, about I've, how to move I've, forward?
1: I've probably said it a million times, but um, we all need a rachel you know uh, uh, you've been my mentor and coach to guide me through this whole journey um and it's important like we say to find a group of people that can support you as well like i have found in your group as well so um yeah if you can um get find that then yeah. there's no stopping you definitely my my confidence to me, it hasn't seemed to have grown, but obviously it has grown. But, um, yeah, it, that, that's, that's how I've done it. We all need a Rachel.
0: Oh, bless you. Thank you. It's very lovely of you to say that. I'm going to not go, oh no, I'm rubbish or anything like that. Like I would have done before I did all my coaching practice. (laughs) Um, But there are lots of people out there who are there to support you. Ultimately, there's lots of other pet business coaches and lots of general people out there who who want to help you and like you say, communities. And it's, yeah, I think the, the main thing is you don't have to do this stuff on your own, do you?
1: No, no. And it is so much easier to do it you know, with a group of people that can support you and you can collaborate with and you know, and in over the last four years, you know, I've they've now become people've become friends as well.
0: So Sarah, I'm really conscious of your time. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me. Um tell us about um what's next for my anxious dog and where can we find out more about you?
1: Um, you can find more about me on my website, which is myanxiousdog.co.uk. Um, I'll let you know how I get on at Edition Dog and um, the Northeast Dog Festival, and where I go next.
0: Yeah, see how I get on there. Yeah, and. And if you're listening to this at the time it goes out as well, then Sarah will be at Northeast Dog Festival. So go and say hello to her and I'll be there as well. So come and say hello to me or drop me a message and we can meet up um, and, yeah, have a real-life meetup, which is always lovely, isn't it? Yeah. So, Sarah, it's been brilliant talking to you. Thank you so much. And I'm wishing you every success with everything that you do with anxious Dog. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you for asking me.
0: Hey, so I hope you found that episode inspiring. It is just so brilliant to hear the impact that Sarah is having on thousands of dogs across the UK and globally and their families as well with her yellow space awareness products, which give those dogs the space that they need. If you've listened to Sarah's interview and you're thinking that you would like to work on building your confidence too, because it is tough doing this, putting yourself out there thing, then if you're listening at the time that this interview goes out, I have got a free workshop that's happening. It's happening on the 31st of August, 2023 at 7 p.m. on Zoom. I'll put the link to sign up in the show notes for this episode. So if you're listening on an app, swipe up and you'll find it. If you can't find it, then send me a message on social media. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms. It's a free workshop, how to get comfortable and confident when it comes to talking about what you do in your pet business. And it'd be brilliant to see you there. If you're listening after that date, then Sarah, in this episode, talked about my Pets Get Visible mini membership and what it's like to work with me. If you'd like to find out more about that as well, I'll link to it in the show notes. At the time of this podcast going out, the membership is £30 a month to be a member, or if you join for the year, it's £330, so you save, you get one month free. So if you'd like to find out more about that, As I say, send me a message on social media at Rachel Spencer UK or head to the show notes of this episode. It gives you all of the support you need to to consistently put yourself out there and you're part of a community of people who are there to support you, as Sarah has explained in this episode. So I hope you found it inspiring. Do go and find Sarah on social media as well. Spread the word about what dogs in yellow means. It's a really, really important message, isn't it? I'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about core content and how that can help you when it comes to being consistently visible and help people find the brilliant work that you do. So I will see you then and enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.